my former players uh, back from my coaching days is in Atlanta, but she's just a women's basketball fan. So she and her next door neighbor packed up and they came to Wilmington, Delaware. And they were here for the championship, but the irony is they brought their husbands back and they did the whole Brandywine area over the summer. So, <laughs> And it was because they were here for women's basketball. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Pod County. I'm your host, Kyle Grantham, and welcome to the new year, our first recording of the new year. Actually, that's not true, because we recorded this last year. In fact, we recorded it in, like, September. But it's relevant now, because we're talking about the A-10 basketball tournament, which is going to be played at the Chase Center in Wilmington. Now, the A-10 is a group of schools along the Atlantic coast. It's the Atlantic 10. And this is not where the University of Delaware plays. They are in the Colonial Athletic Association, which is similarly based on the East Coast. But the A-10 has chosen Wilmington as kind of a central location for its schools and a neutral site to be the host of its women's basketball tournament. Mostly all uh, NCAA college basketball conference play is beginning now. And these are the games that are going to matter when it comes to the conference tournament. They're going to be setting the seeding for these tournaments, and they're going to be setting kind of who we see come here to Wilmington to play for a chance and to, to go to the NCAA tournament. We wanted to roll it out now as we get a bit closer to March and March Madness and the insanity that will be coming to the Chase Center. So if you're interested in basketball, this is going to be a great listen. You hear some of the ins and outs of how Wilmington became the site for the tournament. And if you're interested, again, in seeing basketball, uh, even though you know these aren't necessarily teams that are Delaware teams. They're playing here, and they are top-tier basketball programs. This is going to be the best basketball of the A-10 will be played in Wilmington. So sit back, have a listen, enjoy the first episode that we've released of 2023, hopefully a lot more to come, and enjoy this edition of Pod County. another episode of Pod County. I'm your host, Kyle Grantham, and today we are talking A-10 basketball at the Chase Center. That's right. I got Debbie Richardson here from the A-10. Yes, sir. Debbie, tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing here in town right now. Well, for today, we actually have had our Atlantic 10 fall meetings. We've had our entire membership here. Uh, we are 15 Division I schools and all belonging to, the, again, the Atlantic 10 Conference. Um, we had our athletic directors, our senior woman administrators, and actually our student athlete advisory committee, uh, which is one student athlete, name applies, um, from each school, but they represent different sports. But we decided to do our fall meeting here because, as you said, Chase Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware, is the site of our women's basketball championship. Our first championship was this past March in 2022. We're coming back in March of 2023, so uh, we wanted our membership to get the full experience and also show off uh, Chase Fieldhouse and what's to come. So we not only didn't scare you away in March, you, you <laughs> wanted to bring everybody back to experience it. Absolutely. Uh, great environment, uh, you know, down on the riverfront and it's, you know, it was just a really positive, positive experience, uh, particularly for our student athletes. And I would also say that we did a panel 
on Sunday night for those student athletes. And we had representation from the area. We had blue coats, we had blue rocks, and then we had two of our own athletic directors. And so they actually were able to do the panel Q&A with the business of sport. You know, you, you don't really have to coach to be in the business of sport. And um, these are some of our best and our brightest. And again, they represented all sports. We had, uh, we had swimmers. We had uh, one young man on the cross country team that runs 90 miles a week, which I cannot even imagine doing that. Um, and we also had women's basketball represented as well. So uh, it was a great, it was a great two days. Does the A10 have a, a rowing group? Actually, we do, and we did have rowing represented. Rhode Island is actually very good in the Atlantic 10, and they have represented us in the NCAA on numerous occasions, and they had a rower as one of their one of their student athletes. Well, if you're looking for a place to row, the Christina River is pretty popular, yep. too. We'll check that out. There you go. Awesome. I'm happy to uh, pitch that for you. We've got we've got a number of rowing clubs here, too, uh, that, that use it, train it every day. It's great mm-hmm. to go out in the morning. We've got, uh, as the county, kind of the flagship bike trail. Our, our I-95 of bike trails, we like to call it the, the jam. And it's great to go out there, ride in the morning, go over the bridge, and you just watch the rowers go on down. It's very, like, pic- picturesque. I always think about that. I'm like, man, it would be great to have some kind of competition here one day. We'll but have to keep that in mind, that's for sure. I'm happy to plug it. But we're talking basketball today. That's what we're talking. Right. Because that's coming up in March, and, you know, people, it's, it's September. But, you know, the season's about to kick off. Fall's right around the corner. You know, it really is, um, and the excitement builds. Uh, It starts out for us with a media day, uh, and we're working on that right now. We're setting our date, getting our teams in. um, And actually, last year when we did media day, we were actually able to include um, the Wilmington, Delaware area uh, and kick off the announcement that we were coming into town, so we'll do more of the same there. Um, But it really signals the time coming in. Our coaches and student athletes get to feature their own seasons. And then that's also when we release, um, shall we say, the rankings or at least the projection. But as most coaches will will say, it doesn't matter where you start. It matters where you finish. And we're going to finish here in Wilmington, Delaware. As a uh, Ohio University graduate, I covered a few of our basketball teams uh, going the distance and it was funny. I think every time Ohio was projected to finish at the top of the MAC, we, you know, we were maybe like a three or four seed, and we were out in the second or third round of the tournament. And then we were every time we were projected to finish eighth, mm-hmm. you know, we'd come in five hundred and then make a run, right? right? And and that's it. You know, it's the the, the regular season is great, but it's the tune up. Yes. The tournament is where crazy things happen. That's that's the the epitome of March Madness. You know, you're exactly right, and I, I look at the way our regular season has folded out over the last four or five years. Um, again, we have 15 teams. Um, we have had no less than nine ties in regular season. Um, fortunately, we have not had to flip a coin yet, but, you know, you do go into those tiebreaker scenarios, and for us, it's really key. The winner of this championship, as you said, it's March Madness. We're going right on to the NCAA championships, but we're also a multi-bid league. So somebody else is, is going to go. Uh, last year we had uh, UMass, which uh, UMass also features a couple of Wilmington, Delaware players on their team. And they won our regular, or excuse me, they won the uh, championship here and went on to represent us. And then Dayton was our regular season championship or champion rather, and it was just 
it was an awesome game. So both teams were able to go on to the NCAAs, and that's the fun thing to watch. Well, I say we should probably talk a little bit about the A10 members. You know, here in Delaware, I think everybody's pretty familiar with the Colonial Athletic mm-hmm. uh, Association, the CAA. Delaware is a member, uh, and then the the MEAC, the Delaware State. Uh, is a member of, but the A-10 is, I think most conference names are probably a misnomer at this point because of how realignment has happened, but it's more than just a group of Atlantic schools. They're they're powerhouse basketball schools across the region. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, We actually do feature two Philadelphia schools in St. Joseph's and LaSalle. But we actually start, if you, if you just go down 95 um, and you start at the southernmost tip, we have Davidson and Charlotte. Um, then you come right on up. Uh, we have University of Richmond, VCU, keep coming up 95. And then you're going to stop off in Philadelphia again with St. Joe's and LaSalle. But, uh, you know, keep right on going. Uh, we hit New York. We have Fordham. Uh, we've got Rhode Island, UMass. And then we, we're going to head out west, uh, and, and St. Bonaventure's up there as well. We're going to head out west a little bit, and um, we have Duquesne, uh, we have Dayton, we have St. Louis. Um, we have also just added, effective this year, Loyola of Chicago. So we're in a lot of different media markets, and it's a very, very positive uh, environment for our schools. So, And we're basketball-centric. Uh, we're not a league that um, is um, – FBS or FCS, we're basketball-centric. Yeah, Loyola Chicago is not going to be competing for the, the BCS championship, but I'll tell you what, they make uh, some exciting basketball moves oh, yeah. every year. Yeah. And and I guess with that spread that you guys have, I mean, all the way down the coast and now out to the Midwest, how how did you land on Wilmington? Well, you know, ironically enough, um, it it offers so many things that actually fit in our footprint, and it is right, it, like I said, if you draw a triangle, it's almost right in the middle of it. If you look at the quality of the facility in Chase Fieldhouse, it's absolutely tremendous, uh, great environment. Uh, last year's championship game, and this one will be as well. You know, we're featured on two television networks, and CBS Sports Network, and also um, on ESPN. We're either on ESPNU or ESPN2. And... I, I can't tell you the number of just fans commenting about when they saw the game, um, you know, great, great environment there. And then if you look at the surrounding area, just in what it offers for our fans, uh, you know, the ability to come in and get a hotel that's close enough, they can walk, the, the weather, the restaurants. I mean, it's just, it's a total combination of a fan experience. And, um, you know, we we bring people in from a lot of different places, and uh, they were very happy here last year. So I'll tell you, I covered many a MAC tournament at the Q, or whatever they're calling it now in Cleveland, and I would take a tournament in Wilmington over a tournament in Cleveland yeah. in March mm-hmm. every every year. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, we certainly love having you guys, and it was great to hear you know that people are finding attractive things to do in Wilmington. I think a lot of locals kind of knock, oh, there's not enough to do. But then you bring people in from out of town, they say, what are you talking about? You know, we've got a lot of attractions here. Yeah, and I think the interesting piece to it is that you also have the intangibles that become attached to it that you really don't realize at the time. And this is a very in-the-weeds example, but actually one of my former players uh, back from my coaching days 
is in Atlanta, but she's just a women's basketball fan. So uh, she and her next door neighbor packed up and they came to Wilmington, Delaware, uh, and they were here for the championship. But the irony is they brought their husbands back and they did the whole Brandywine area over the summer. So, <laughs> And it was because they were here for women's basketball. So, you know, I, th I think there are a lot of um, opportunities and people see the area. And again, there's a lot of excitement to return within our membership and the fans. So we're we're grateful for that. Well, Delaware's got a bit of a history with uh, big basketball tournaments. The NCAA tournament brought itself here when Elena Deladon was at the University of Delaware. Uh, we've we've had the A10 in here now, and we've had the Bluecoats, uh, you know, advancing into the G League finals a couple times now. So this is this is become. I mean, it was probably always a, a pretty strong basketball town, but certainly becoming uh, a, a maybe a spot on the map for basketball enthusiasts going forward. You're looking at the, the A-10, the season's about to kick off, like probably what, early or mid-November, early November? Yeah, actually, November 7th uh, is yep. the official start of the season. We'll go into non-conference play, and then we tip off conference play uh, January 1st. January 1st. So that's the start of the year is the yep. start of the run to the tournament. It is. Uh, what, what is, you know, kind of give me a little breakdown for people who, again, you may not be as familiar with the A-10, but they know some of these schools. What are some of kind of the storylines here? Who's who's looking to make a run? Who's looking to come back strong after you know you, you lose players to graduation in the WNBA? You get new freshmen in. What's the outlook for the A10? You know that is a really good question. That if I had the exact answer to it, I could write a book and retire. Um, but you know, this time of year. It's always projection, and again, we go back to it's not where you start, it's where you finish. But traditionally for us, um, you know, we've had some teams that, and I think this is true of any league, there are going to be some teams that they're, they're at the top and other teams have to knock them off to claim their rights. And uh, Dayton has traditionally been at the top of the list for us for a number of years. They've been to postseason play. I think it's six out of the last eight, uh, something similar to that. And of course, they were in the championship game last year. But then we also have UMass, uh, who was in their first Atlantic 10 championship game last year, and they hired a new coach. Um, and he has solidly built that program over the last five years, and they're contenders now. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see a, um, the traditional versus the blend of the new. And then the great thing about us is that we're such a balanced league that honestly and truly, I would not want to play any of our teams. And particularly if you're, if you're the favored team, uh, Rhode Island is another program for us that has made tremendous strides. They're very, very competitive. They hire a new coach in Tammy Reese. Um, that's probably a, a, a really good storyline as well. Uh, Tammy was, um, an all-ACC player back in her younger days, and she's definitely made her mark and uh, is also working with USA Basketball now. So, you know, there are a lot of different areas there. So I think when you look at those, like those were the three teams last year for us that going down the stretch, it came down to when they were playing each other uh, to determine who was going forward. So I, I think, you know, we may have some newcomers in there and, uh, and hopefully we will, but we also had some upsets that were very exciting to say the least. And uh, St. Joe's was, was one of those programs. Cindy Griffin has been there for probably, I wanna say maybe about 20 years uh, and 
and played at St. Joe's. I mean, we have, I think that's the thing about women's basketball is that you see a lot of the tradition that's, that's tied. And obviously the St. Joe's uh, folks in the area will know the Hawk never dies. Um, and they had a great run in the championship as well, as did George Washington. And again, you have one where you have uh, tradition and a coach that's been there a very long time. And then you have George Washington with the hiring of Carolyn McCombs, who had taken her previous uh, school, Stony Brook, to the NCAAs. And then she's knocking off teams. You know, they, they pulled two upsets in the championship. So it's really, I guess the interesting thing, when we get to Wilmington, Delaware, and we walk into Chase Fieldhouse, everybody there, all 15 teams, it's a brand new season. Everybody's undefeated. And so it's just a lot of fun to watch, and you, you have another chance to make that NCAA no matter what. I think that is one of the most fun parts about that because, like you said, it really is kind of a new season once you get to the tournament. But if you've had some of those upsets on the way in, you know, you may come in as a five, six seed. Right. People are going to be looking at you and saying, okay, we can't, that can't be us. We, right. we can't be, that'll, that can happen. Don't write them off. Don't fall asleep. And then inevitably, someone still falls asleep, and, it, and that's where the magic happens every time. As you know, you guys get closer to, to coming in, what is it like bringing in 15 different teams? Or do, do all 15 make the... the yes, all yeah, 15, all 15 do. Yep. So, so what is it like you know, logistically getting 15 teams from around you know, east of the Mississippi in here? It is a concerted effort. There's no doubt about it, but it's what we do, uh, and it's for the student-athlete experience, so we love the logistics that go with it. But the schools are also uh, a very significant part of that in coordinating their travel. Um, but, you know, it goes much deeper than just the team. You're, you're looking at the team itself. You're bringing in a pep band. You're bringing in your fans. So you have a fan hotel. You have a band hotel. You've got your team. Um, and so there's a, a lot of coordination that's involved there that comes out of the conference office and the schools. Then you have all of your fan enhancements, um, you could say, but then you, you just have the actual logistics of running the championship. You know, you're in locker room A, you're in locker room B, and, you know, who's coming in and who's going to practice, and then ticket sales. I mean, it is a very, very large endeavor and as a matter of fact, this morning, and we're very grateful to Wilmington for the local organizing committee, and they were meeting this morning, and there were 15 people in that room. And so there's just a lot of coordination that goes on. Play a total of uh, 13 games, so a lot of fun days. That's a lot of basketball in a short window. It sure is. And, yeah. and if someone, someone wants to get tickets, they want to go check this tournament out, where can they do that? They actually can go on the Atlantic 10 website, and that's atlantic10.com, and go to the championships, and you can click right on tickets. Perfect. You, you, they can also be purchased in advance, and then, um, you know, what's left, shall we say, uh, as we get closer in, uh, can also be purchased at the door. So if you don't have any plans at this point for the first week of March, lock it in now. Mm -hmm. get, your, get your A10 basketball tickets. Because it's going to be, we've already told you, it's going to be a wild tournament. It happens every year. When you guys are bringing all these fans in, you've got all these teams in, are there, you plan on local events around the tournament as well? Fan engagement, pep rallies, what, what else can fans expect outside basketball? 
they can expect that. Um, and I, I think actually, if you look at it, a lot of our schools will come in and they will have a restaurant, for example, that will be the host for their fans while they come in from out of town, but also the local fans. Uh, so if you're, a, um, and I, I'll just use this as an example because they actually have some local players on their team, UMass, um, you're, you're gonna see what they've done for their fans and they're gonna make it available to the UMass fans that live here in Wellington. So um, it'll, be a, it'll be a fun thing and I, I think there'll be some uh, features on the Riverwalk as well given the close proximity to Chase. So it ought to be a fun day. You know, I, I've always found as a, as a transplant myself to Delaware, that Delaware's full of transplants, right? Mm -hmm. People up and down the East Coast, it's a great place to, you know, start a family, settle down, have a great time, live, live work, play, as Wilmington's motto goes. Uh, and so I don't doubt that there are A-10 graduates, A-10 fans uh, all throughout the area who are, who are anxiously awaiting their chance to get in on whatever school's, you know, action they want to be a part of uh, during this tournament. As the A-10 continues to grow, adding uh, Loyola Chicago in, that this, you know, this is the culmination of that season. What do you hope to see uh, as, as the season goes on? As you look at our schools and you look at the competition, and then I think also if you look at the student athlete per se, we're very fortunate in that we have a lot of quality student athletes that they leave nothing on the floor. They're playing everything. I'll, I'll go back to the give it the good old college try. So you, you see a lot of that, I think. And the women's basketball fan traditionally is um, it's geared a lot to families. It's geared a lot to the youth. And so that brings a different enthusiasm when you go in and you hear, for example, uh, we're, we will be on Thursday and Friday doing school days uh, where we'll have local schools in, elementary schools. And so you come in and the, the uh, cheering pitch, if you will, is a little bit higher. Uh, but you, you just see their enthusiasm for the game. And that piece is um, something that you just have to experience. I don't know that I can really even explain it, um, you know, as, as you go. And then with just a league that values, uh, again, the student athlete, uh, our tagline is great people, great places, extraordinary opportunities. And I think that really describes the championship per se as well. Um, and it, it doesn't matter which of our 15 teams it is and it doesn't matter which of the fan base, but we want everyone to walk away with a great experience and to say, you know, I really want to go back and do that again. And also, you know, it, it's like if, if I'm a Wilmington resident and I go to the championship, I'm probably going to sit there for, uh, and again, I'll take Thursday as an example because there are four games on Thursday. We start at 11 and play through the evening. And I might sit there and out of those eight teams that are playing that day, for whatever reason, I might develop an affinity for University A, and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna come back and watch them play again. And so you, you kind of wind up following not only the conference, but you wind up following maybe one or two of those teams for whatever reason, um, you know, that they just kind of got in your heart a little bit. So, uh, and that's a great thing about women's basketball too. It's, it is a very personal game. That's, it's so true. I can remember doing uh, some of those MAC tournaments, uh, Missouri Valley Conference tournaments back in the day when I was in journalism. And you, do, you get there early. You start seeing some teams. You're not really there to see, but you, do, you latch on. It could be 
You know, I'm not invested in this game at all, but man, that, that kid is playing hard. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You got a fan now. I want to see how far you guys can take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're just a basketball fan, it's, it's a great way to, you know, relax. You don't have that stress of, is my team going to get through? You can pick a team while you're there. And if, you know, when they get out in the first round, you can pick another team. That's you can, exactly right. You can keep rooting. And, and I think that's one of the big things for a lot of basketball fans in the country about March, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's the NCAA tournament, the, um, the NIT, the myriad other invitationals, people are going to watch because it's fun to pick up a team and carry through a tournament, whether you have a, a vested interest because you went there, you grew up watching them, or you just happen to fall in love with them in that, that day. Yeah. It's, it's a part of the beauty and the magic of the sport, for sure. That is true, and I, I think that Chase Fieldhouse also enhances that for this championship because there is not a bad seat in the house. Very true. And you are very close to the action, um, and it is bring your earplugs and come on down, folks, because it's a great environment. It is, it is raucous in there. When you get a good crowd, and, of course, with the tournament, you're going to have that. It is, I don't know if it's the way the building's built. I don't know if it, it is. You're right on top of the, the action. But it feels like an arena that's twice its size that's uh, when, yeah. when you're inside it. It's, it's really, really cool. So, again, you know, if, you've, if you aren't a basketball fan and you've never even had this kind of experience, it's worth it. Absolutely. It's definitely worth it to come check it out and, and get that feeling. We've been, we've been talking for about 25 minutes. I don't want to hold you here all day, but is there anything we haven't talked about that, that you want to bring up? You know, I, this has been a great conversation, and I think we've covered most everything. From the Atlantic 10 perspective, I would like to thank uh, BPG Sports. I'd like to thank Chase Fieldhouse and uh, Convention Visitors Bureau and the folks that have put their effort and their heart and soul in this because um, I think what's really coming out of it for us, particularly those of us that work in it day to day, is that um, it's becoming family and it's becoming home. So thank you to Wilmington, Delaware in all aspects, and we cannot wait to get here in March. Well, we certainly hope it'll be home for the A-10 for a long time to come, uh, the beginning of hopefully what will be a long relationship. Thank you, and I appreciate the opportunity to be here today. Thanks for coming. All right, thank you. Thank you.